Welcome to the Two Old Kids and Two Young Adults podcast. We've combined life experience with young adult drive and ambition. Are you just starting to college plan? Did you finish your education and wonder, now what? Join us in this lively discussion about the topics you need to know to create the next stage of your life's dreams, careers, finances, education, and more. Well, we are back with part two with Chris Carr. If you just followed the conversation that we had before, you don't want to miss what else is going to take place here with this incredible resource that we have today to help our young adults that are just starting into college and getting through that college time and navigating. Chris, we're so thankful that you're back with us. We've got Ed here and Capri who asked some incredible questions in part one as she has just started college herself and navigating through it. So it was just real life application there. Ed, what do you think so far? Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> um, no, there's a lot of value in here. I'm glad we're doing a, a second portion to this um, because it's the aspect of the thing that probably scares parents and students to the most, which is the unknown. Parents are not accustomed to the idea of sending their kid away. They're going to have some separation anxiety and they're going to worry about what's going to happen. For most young people, um, it's the first time they're away from home in an extended period of time where they don't have the comfort and surroundings of their own bedroom, their own family, their own food, their own everything. And they have to learn all these new skills that they never really had to worry about before. And at the same time, meet new people and at the same time, adapt to a new education platform and in Capri's case, she's going to be dealing with weather changes for Southern California is much different mm-hmm. than Indiana in the fall and the winter, right? So yep. there's so mm-hmm. much happening in such a short amount of time that it can create anxiety, stress, depression. And if you have to perform at the same time, that can be, it's not always, but it can be a recipe for disaster. So. Right. The Mm -hmm. feedback that we're getting in terms of someone who's worked with young people in this environment and getting them acclimated to it and getting them situated so their success is more predictable, this is the best Mm -hmm. best conversation we can have. Well, Chris, I want to come back in now with a with a mom hat. I know in part one, I was I was definitely coming in as, your ho- as a host with those those host. I was going to wear the mom hat <laughs> today. It's not as cute on you, Ed. No, so I'm going to put the mom hat on now because my my youngest daughter is starting college now. She's going to UCSD, and we live in San Diego, and so she had that choice. We were within that 20 minute that she could live on campus or choose to stay at home, and she has chosen to stay at home, which I'm thrilled with. And I, but there's a lot that went with that decision and I hope she doesn't regret it. And yet I know that for her, she really truly believes this was the best choice. My question for you is with that, she's not going to be getting that complete experience. Capri is there. She's in, she's immersed. She's in the small showers. She's got the roommate. She's doing everything right there on campus that so many are doing as they've just started in this fall season. My daughter's going to be commuting in. What what would you advise for her to still feel like she's connected and taking charge of her her academics there and the college experience while still having that live at home opportunity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. Is she is this something that she decided just for the say the first year? Is it something that uh, what's it? it 
did you decide like a, it's a long kind of something she wants to continue doing or going to see how, how it fits or what's what I think she she's going to see how it fits. She yeah. just, she's young. She graduated a year early. So she's she's still young. And um, I'm not sure if she's like, OK, just this year and we'll see next year. I think she's really nervous. She didn't, they haven't started yet. They're on the quarter system. And that's another question I have on navigating mm. a quarter system versus semester system. So she hasn't even had this experience yet to even start thinking that through. It's a lot coming at her at one time. And for mm -hmm. me, as well as the parent, where I let go and say, you're going to figure this out and where I you know, say, but here I have all these great resources and um, let's just plug you in because I said so. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's, it'll be it'll be definitely great a great experience no matter what and i think the the first thing is which she probably maybe is already i'm not sure what her yeah what her mindset is like but spending you know almost spending like a whole at least the whole day like maybe going to campus in the morning and being there the whole time and so mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know if she plans on like coming back and forth a lot or no like she would, only she would only going go when she has there. classes one trip yeah. yes yeah like even maybe when she doesn't have classes that they're depending on the schedule like some days are lighter than others but still mm -hmm. being on campus as much as possible and and um, yeah, connecting with people, de definitely making sure like there's some activities, some clubs, like some some extracurricular things that that she joins because there's there might be less um, like doesn't have maybe that like being in the dorm and just a natural like, those connections that might happen like you know at night, late at night when the people are are hanging out and winding down from the day. Um, so just yeah, making sure like I, I think it's important for all all students to get involved in some way, but especially I think especially if she's not gonna not gonna be there, making sure like there's a couple things that. Yeah, she finds that are either she knows she's interested in or that she really wants to try out just to just to get involved, meet more people, connect to more people in different parts of campus and, and feel, yeah, feel like, um, yeah, she's really, she's part of it, which she is, obviously. Yeah. What what is my role as the parent here? This is this is definitely new territory. And I'm I'm not a helicopter mom already. I'm very I've I've been adulting adult training all my kids since they were five. Like, listen, we're going to you know, we're going to figure this out together. We're doing this together. But uh, really, where where is my role as the parent in this first year, especially? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely important. Those like you mentioned, those those um, adulting skills are important in part. And it sounds like that that's been happening for a long time, which is really great. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, it, it, it's it's tough because you want you obviously want them to do do really well. And maybe I don't know if you, I don't, some parents have specific things that they want to see out of their kids and and i think that maybe makes it more i don't know maybe make might make it feel like there's pressure on the student to do certain things i'm not sure saying that this is the case sure, sure. the case for you obviously but yeah i think it's like letting them i think i think it's just like the students should have like i think like a, a mindset of like this is a place for them to they're not fully formed yet they're going they're, and and they're not ever gonna not gonna be like when they're you know when you're 30 and 40 you're still growing and learning i think it's like knowing that life is like, you know, you, you evolve, you're not just going to figure your life out in a year and then go do it like robotically and not think about anything anymore. Right. Like really, it's like, you're going to keep changing. You're going to keep, want to keep like having the student connect to their interests and like really just seeing, just letting, letting, giving them the freedom to do that. But at, at the same time, it's, they also don't have the students often don't have the big picture because they haven't, they don't know what it's like to be 30 or 40 or 50 right. yet. They don't have that, that, that context. So maybe there's, there's some ways to, yeah, say here are some things that you, that that would be good that would be good to do. Like like we've been talking about, like seeking out certain help or like making sure you're connecting to to people on campus or professors. Right. And that's so it's not not like a, a way that's like nagging them or you're it, they, you're telling them here's what you know mom and mom's telling me to do this. But I think just yeah, just saying from 
from the um, the experience of like having been on the other side of it, like here's some things that you might really might want to consider doing, but like kind of giving them the, the autonomy to make decisions, but also with certain things, like, you know, you really should do this. <laughs> like it's kind of like delicate. maybe it's, insisting it's, in a certain way that you do certain things, but it, yeah, in a delicate way, not, not in a way that might make it sound like you're, you're, you're not respecting them or, or not right. respecting their, their autonomy because they are growing and, and they need to feel that. And also right. it's really, it is delicate. Right. It is. It's, it's very delicate. And, and, uh, just giving them that free space to explore and learn. I I always teach my kids, it's okay to fail. It's okay to change your mind. This is your life. These are still your decisions at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I'll try to bring you all the resources I possibly can and encourage, but this is still your life. And she was very driven. High school, I didn't have to do anything. I just literally had to make sure she had food and water. Like there was just, I, I didn't have to do anything. And then Ed was there to help her navigate through that application process and, and get those acceptances. But now college, I just feel like there's something a little bit different that's about to take place. And I can't quite put my finger on it. And mm-hmm. I'm not even sure what it is because I didn't, I didn't go to college. This is new for me too. And so I find myself for the first time after 31 years of parenting in uncharted territory. Yeah. First of all, I think just being aware of that is really wonderful. Just being like knowing that that's, that's what's happening. And Ed, you mentioned in the beginning, like dealing with uncertainty, right? I think that's kind of something that, that we're all, we're all dealing with. And maybe we try to control too much or try to try not to feel because it can feel overwhelming. Um, But I think just, yeah, both, I think parent and student can go into it. Like, you know, maybe there's certain intentions, but leaving things open to, to growth and not expecting yeah, things have to be a certain way or, or um, you know, if you don't become a certain profession, it's not going to be good or, or things, you know, kind of even even like indirect kind of pressure like that. I think just just understanding that. Yeah. And, and maybe even having that conversation with like being open about, hey, for me as a parent, I'm in uncharted territory, too. And so are you. And we're going through this together, this unknown together. And I'm here to, here to support you. But this is your you know, t- you're taking the responsibility again for your choices. Start, like right. starting that. Right. Yeah. Right. Starting. Maybe it already started in high school, but you know. But starting now, it's like you need to think about, really think about what you're doing and why. Like, have a really good reason for doing the things that you choose, and and making sure they're they're growth giving experiences. They're going to push you forward in some way, and and a lot of it's also letting go, like trusting that they'll find a way without trying to control it or, or expecting certain things. It's really yeah, it's, it's difficult. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I can real quick here, um, what if you have a situation where your parent is very supportive still, but kind of on the opposite spectrum of Amy, where they have very big expectations of you that you're going to this school, you should be doing this. And they're constantly calling you like, Hey, like, how's it going? And they're kind of almost, so we'll say like too involved in your college life. What can you say to students who might be experiencing that? <laughs> Don't answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> <You're right. laughs> Change your phone number. No. Um, <laughs> who it is? Transfer and don't tell them. There's a lot of things you could do. No. Um, I, yeah, that's a that's that's really a really good question too. Um, I think it, I think it all kind of goes back to things that have, have been coming up in terms of like ultimately like it's still like it's up to the student to live their life, right? And I think with especially with family members, it's hard to have maybe certain conversations. Like we talked about the, the potential conversation with the roommate if we're if we're not getting along with them. Um, there's going to be times. Yeah, I think I think again, it's good practice to maybe have difficult conversations like this, even though they are not fun, they're not pleasant, and they're really difficult. They might be terrifying, but I think the the sooner 
that you can do that even maybe saying and not in a in a reactive way but saying here like in in an almost like an instructive way like here here's what here's what i'm going through here's what i'm doing and why when or you know i don't like maybe even addressing like there's i feel i feel a lot of pressure to do these things and that's not my interest that's not where where i'm going here's where i'm going and why and really maybe maybe sharing with sharing trying to connect with them instead of like um yeah just put just turning away it's really again not not easy to do but i think the more that you can practice when those situations do come up like practice those difficult like sitting in Mm -hmm. those not running away from those moments and and like the more they're gonna be easier like later in your life because you're you're gonna you're gonna have to sometimes we have to just have conversations we don't want to have um, and maybe maybe it comes up in work. Maybe you're, you're managing certain people, and you have to give feedback to employees later. So that's, this is going to come up in a million different ways with friends that maybe you need to set boundaries. Setting boundaries—that's another one, another thing that right. students can learn to do. Yeah. Setting boundaries on their time and energy, like, uh, is a really important one too. But but that's something that that is really difficult, especially with family and friends. We don't want to hurt people's feelings, and um, but it's something it's something that I think for both like for for you anyway, like need really get to learn how to do and it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna help even though it's not gonna be fun <laughs> but it's again mm-hmm. a good skill to, to cultivate because it's it's just unfortunately needed at some some at some time otherwise you're always just that just kind of giving your your energy and your power away to other people and like there people can kind of walk all over you and if you don't really set set those boundaries so i think it's um yeah even with parents it's it's just good to to be up front and be like here's here's how things are and i think they'll like i think more often than not like people respect when people talk speak directly like that because I, I think maybe don't always hear it so often <laughs> like i think we, we all we all want to but like we don't it, it's almost rare rare sometimes for someone just to come out and say something directly hey this is with a roommate hey what you're doing this this situation I, is kind of bothers me in this way can we talk about it like that's that's not something that happens a lot i think or people will do anything to avoid situations like that mm-hmm. um to avoid the pain of having that conversation so like right. yeah just facing it and and I'm leaning into it yeah. and <laughs> yeah. All right, so. yeah. Wow. It's well, see, Chris, this is why we have this platform and you coming on like this. Hopefully that all of the listeners and viewers watching this on YouTube, that this is going to start creating new conversations between the parents and between the students and between the students and each other, which is, I yes. love that you, you spoke to that because it's time to level up the communications and maybe this is allowing people to say, oh, okay, this is normal. It's okay. I was feeling that way too. I'm struggling with that as well. And the more we can create opportunities for the conversation, the more that can be mitigated. Like you're saying, know what those resources are ahead of time. So when you have the problem, you know where to go. I can't Mm -hmm. imagine any young adult, Chris, that would not absolutely completely benefit from what you bring to the table and what you offer. And, and with that, I would love to take this last time here that we have together. Can you share what it is you offer in your services? Because we want to like flood you with so much business that you never sleep again. (laughs) So, (laughs) but what, let us know what you do, because I want this to be a value resource or somebody might know somebody who really needs you. So let's walk through that process. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's been so great to, to have this conversation. It's so I think, like you said, it's so important. And I think it's just just a way to get people people talking and yeah, parents to talk to each other, students yes. to talk to each other. Um, it's yeah, really great. Really great that there's a lot of awareness around this. Um, so with with me, like, yeah, there's a couple a couple things that I do. Again, I think uh, like I've ta- kind of tailored my programs around the things that I've, I've seen that I think students, the areas of support where students really aren't getting consistently. I think that's um, number one was, is the right, like academic writing. Mm-hmm. 
and using not just learning the process of how to write, but I think students aren't really taught. And maybe Capri, you could tell me tell me if I'm correct or if I'm wrong. Maybe I think each each high school is probably different too, like depending mm-hmm. on what kind of instruction they get. But um, like I, I think students don't even uh, aren't even told like why they're even writing so much. Like in every class, they have they have oh, to write yeah. essays, and and in college, they so have to write all I've... these papers. I remember being I remember being an undergraduate and being like, "Why well, everyone's writing papers? Like, who's where, who's reading all these papers? All these papers are being produced. Oh, like, to what, why, yeah. why are we all writing doing this? Like." And um, then you yeah. write it and you feel like they don't even look at it for five seconds. And you're like, Hey, like what's going on here? I could have just had a verbal discussion with you and we could have like both seen that we understand, but instead I'm writing this paper and it seems like you just handed it back without even reading it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And students say, they think that they think, Oh, the only person that's going to read this is, is the professor. One person's going to read this. Why should I put a lot of time into this? Or mm-hmm. um, maybe yeah. it's, or especially in high school, this is a topic that the teacher told me to write about. So maybe it's something external to me. And I think, I think really just going into, um, into college, like understanding that like academic work is really personal. Like I, it's, I didn't really understand this until I was in graduate school. Like when I saw all the stuff I was writing had, they dealt with like questions and themes that like I was thinking about in my real life. They, they were in part of my real life, but they were kind of manifesting in the way that I was reading these books and, and whatever author or time period. And it was really interesting. I'm like, wow, this is really academic writing is really, really personal. And I think that's where um, like shifting that mindset from like writing is something that ex- something external to me that only one person's going to read. And, you know, does it really matter that I put a lot of effort into it changing into thinking like this is, like whatever class it is, this this assignment is a way for me to like investigate a topic that's important to me. And imagining that your audience is like, imagine you're writing for like all of your peers, like all college mm. college students and professors instead of just the people in my class or just the one professor. Like imagine like a lot of imagine you're writing broadly to people your age. Like what are something like in the that that topic? Like what what question could you write about that might be interesting for you, but also for other people to read about like that are, that are living during this time. Right. (laughs) Or something like that. So really like, I think the mindset around why you were even asked to write so often is something that like, even just having a conversation like we just did, like shifts so much for students, just like having them understand, like, this is not just something that's not, this is important. It's important for me. Like this is a way for me to know myself better, to know what, questions I really want to work out what what things are important to me that are going on in the world. So it's really, really powerful. So that's one way we, I, and ideally, like I would, we would do the academic writing work, like while students are still in high school or getting ready to college, like ideally, but it doesn't have to be that we can definitely do that if um, students are already in college. And then, so that's one part. And then the next part is when they're in college, a mentorship, like working one-on-one talking about the things that we've, we've talked about, like, well, here's the beginning of the semester. What, what do I want to accomplish by the end of the semester? And, academics and my extracurriculars and my social life and my health all, in, in all, all areas what do I want to accomplish in you know four months from now and then how do we break that down okay this week I'm going to do these three things and then we check in the next week did you do did you do a b and c like you said okay I did a and b great let's celebrate that that went well what went well about that and then okay c item c I didn't do okay what got in the way of that maybe it was the club that you wanted to talk to your professor, but you got nervous and you didn't go or something, you know, what, so whatever comes up, then we can, we can address that. Like, okay, that this limiting, this thing that I believed, like I got nervous in the moment, got in my way. Okay. How can we talk through that? So it doesn't happen the next time. Right. So it's really just like the mentorship. It's really just whatever is coming up for students in their actual lives. We talk through and there's weekly, yeah, weekly call. We set, we, yeah, we set semester long goals and then there's weekly calls that we 
do these check-ins and set set mini goals so we can work up to the big goal and and just kind of work through all the different things and all their the areas of their life talking about things that they should be thinking about maybe might be coming up a year from now just so they can get ahead of making like a, a lot of things we've talked about already um just so just awareness developing awareness and moving forward and, and keeping you know pushing out of your comfort zone and growing and finding ways to stretch yourself and and i think those are those are things that a lot of people might want to do but i think when it's just you you can easily talk yourself out of doing a lot of the things that mm-hmm. you want to ways that you want to stretch yourself so i think that's where the like the value of having having support like that who's not a family member and not an employee of the school that you go to it's like it's just me and you we're connected i'm connected to you and what your goals are we're developing this vision together and putting a strategy and a plan for execution and and seeing seeing it come to life instead of just leaving it in the idea in the idea realm you know so that's the, that's the second way so the first the first is with academic writing and the second is um yeah mentorship while like again setting up going through like all, like all the areas of your life on campus and really to set up yeah set up the life that, that really lights you up and and gets you going in the morning and and um yeah, developing those interests that are really gonna yeah we develop into into whatever it might be it could be a career path it could be just personal interest we don't we don't really know but it, it's um to connecting what what really like this relates the student up but what 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 makes them get excited to do to get up and do whatever they're going to do is really it's really fulfilling because i think a lot of students like a lot of students are just like jumping through hoops that are set for them and mm-hmm. often forget it it's so easy to forget about ourselves when there's so much going on and we're trying to do so much so it's really i think it's really important for students to have that support oh and you're creating an opportunity for complete life change these are tools yeah. and skills and understanding the power of having mentors getting coaching and setting a real plan i love that you brought up their health their wellness their well-being everything encompassed into being in college because those are the same things that we need to put into our careers and take yeah. into life and you're setting them up for success and changing their lives and then the next generations with the tools that you're providing and that that's just hands down amazing thank you so much yeah yeah. And like you said, these are things that are not, they're not just solving maybe the immediate things that are coming up in their life. They're learning these skills. So when they do hit 30 or 35 or 40 and they want to make, okay, I, I've been working in this field and I don't want to do that anymore. How do I totally shift gears? Mm-hmm. Well, I've already gone through that process. I've already gone through the process of how to develop a vision, how to, how to seek out the support that I need, how to come up with a strategy, how to come up with a plan to ex- Like you, you've already done these yes. things and you just apply them to a different context. Cause you're you're gonna grow. You're gonna go through this a number of times in your life. This it's not yeah. just figure figure out your life at eighteen and then you're done, right? It's like this is gonna happen. It's gonna come up again. So if you go, if you have these skills, you're just so much more the set same up for, tools. The yeah, t- it's the same. It's the same process. The same thing. That you can yep. pop into the next things and and each shift and change in life. Yeah, exactly. Ah, oh, wow, Ed. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna wrap it up here. We're gonna have you close this out, but. Um, what what are your final thoughts here? Because this is I got robbed. Fun. I didn't get to ask any questions. You no, guys we did the we... whole stinking show. I, I listen, listen I, and I got questions too, like study abroad, and I saw Ooh. Peace Corps Ooh. and how that fits into. So Ooh. we'll get you back. Part so three. We'll talk yeah. about how that. I'm here in a part shape. three. I yeah, know, I, right? I want to talk about how those things are important. They shape individuals and those experiences. So look, Can I we mean, just retain him for like a monthly visit. Is this? I would like to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> How about we do a monthly check-in with you? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. 
Look, See how we spun that? <laughs> yeah. uh, like I said, we're just checking off the boxes. We got doctors all over the place. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I meant to ask you, do you like Chris Carr, PhD, or Dr. Chris Carr? Wh which way do you like to roll? Hmm. I think with the PhD at the end, yeah, Chris Carr, PhD. Got it. All right, well, guess yeah. what, everybody? That was Chris Carr, PhD. There you go. Uh, this is two young kids, two, uh, two young adults, two old kids. Two old kids, two young adults. Podcast. I can't. I get that. I wrote it down. <laughs> two young kids, two. No, it's two old kids, two young adults. Gosh, darn it. I've only done it 18 million times. Maybe Listen, we should have picked a different name for the podcast. I know. I, <laughs> it's I two okay. You know, I can do the, the numbers and the letters. Two okay, two YA. That I can do. It's the word part okay. that I'm struggling with. <laughs> so listen, on behalf of Chris Carr, PhD, our guest uh, for this episode, episode capri and amy and myself would like to thank you for uh joining us on our show and as usual if you like it give us a thumbs up if it was informative share it because of course it was and yeah. if you love it subscribe because we have guests like this on a regular basis uh thanks everybody for being here chris again thanks for attending and being active and excited and all that good stuff uh we appreciate it capri enjoy campus life Yay. Thank you. We'll see you guys next week. Make sure and subscribe to this show so you don't miss the next episode of Two Old Kids and Two Young Adults podcast. We want to hear from you as well. You can email us at 2ok2ya at gmail.com. <laughs>